Hey, welcome to Idol Chatter. I'm your host, Derek Brown. We are a podcast where we explore the former HBO, now Max, show, The Idol. With me is my lovely co-host from the East Coast. Oh, I didn't even mean that. Marla. It's actually Marley Jackson. Marley Jackson? Okay, yeah. Marley Costello Jackson. From LA to DC, that's where we are doing right now. How are you doing, Marla? I'm good. Oh my gosh. So excited for this show to be over. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on the on the show? Um, D plus. Okay. What about the ending? Mm, not great. Sorry, okay. we're we're negative. We're starting negative. No, it's fine. How I feel about it is is very anticlimactic. I was happy to see Joss like just do her confidence thing, but it just felt like. It was a shift really fast. It makes you ask, what's the purpose for the show? I think part of that was yeah. because they originally it was slated for six shows. And then for whatever reason, I heard production timing. They changed it to five. And yeah. so I think they had to condense a lot of like two episodes into one. So it did feel, I think it felt disjointed because they had to cram a lot of stuff into one episode because it did get cut short from five episodes to a six episode mm-hmm. from six episodes to five but a lot of stuff didn't make sense to me yeah. like there was a lot of things that were getting teed up in the beginning of the show that or the beginning of the series that didn't really feel like got wrapped up the character development was really like disjointed mm-hmm. but i do attribute some of that to cramming like three hours into an hour yeah um so here's what i i'm taking from it divine joy ray did you listen to her interview or read it it gave a lot of insight um so originally it was done by another producer but it focused more on the cult side of it and the weekend didn't want that the weekend wanted to talk about you know music and what it's like which i get i get but i don't i don't know i don't know how i feel because I, I am i am happy like i'm happy for the characters like i'm happy um for most of the characters on the last show but there's so many yeah. things like i don't know xander what's his deal leia what was in that note um the, so many um uh, jenny yeah, was built up to be this potential competitor of jocelyn's and then they were like never mind Diane. Diane was set up to be her competitor. Yeah, it just felt like there are some characters that could have used more. Like um Dan Levy. Oh yeah, was I in, forgot what, like, about scenes. Dan Levy. I don't know if he was on the um the original show, but I know that Destiny was not originally on the show. She was written oh. in by Sam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They focus on the people in the cults and not so much on her team, on Jocelyn's team. But now this is about Jocelyn's team. Yeah, I don't. What did you think about each character's story, like wrapped up? What do you would you think about that? Well, there's no video in this podcast, but I'm just like shaking my head, like I don't even know what to make of it. Lily Rose Depp is like so confusing because she starts out playing mm-hmm. the victim and is helpless, and it's just does it gets trampled over by Tedros and doesn't have a mind of her own mm-hmm. up until. 
literally this episode yeah. where she's like, I don't want you anymore. You've served your purpose. Get out of my house. Like, a, s- kind of a bitch, which is nice. We've always asked to see that. Yeah. But, like, where I mean, yeah, yeah. where did this come from? It was which almost like two different people. So either a lot of stuff happened in between episode four and five that we didn't see, or the writing didn't do a good enough job of developing this character that she had this in her, right? Like, it's kind of hard to believe mm-hmm. someone so powerless and then turn around the next episode and just treat him like absolute dog shit. Also, I was really confused about the abuse story because, like, she says the hairbrush. Yeah. Her mom beats her with the hairbrush, and this hairbrush is, um, you know, triggering to her because it it reminds her of her mom abusing her. But then at the end, there's this spin mm-hmm. that the hairbrush is new, and she's just like, yeah, yeah, it's new. And he goes, oh, um, looks at her, like, confused, and she's like, mm. So I'm like, did was she abused? Was the hairbrush made up? Yeah, I don't know. I think the hairbrush might have been made up. So he asked, isn't this the same brush you told me that whatever, whatever? And she's like, yeah, that's what I told you. Or that's what I said. Didn't say it was true. It's like, yeah, I did say that at one point. But I don't, that's that's good. Because I, I think the hairbrush yeah, I was, was thinking a about lie. It. I, maybe. I think the abuse, I was trying to make sense of it all. I think the abuse was real because um, Xander talks about it. Like I and and like Leia knows like mm-hmm. that there was abuse, and they felt guilty not trying to step in. Maybe the hairbrush wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily real. Yeah. But like, what kind of a person is she? That is like, are we supposed to believe that Lily Rose is like this savant, and is like has knew all along what Abel or what, sorry, Tedros was trying to do from the beginning. Like, oh yeah, he's going to take me to this club or I'm going to go to this club. He's going to try to weasel his way into my life and I'm going to use it as creative juice. Yeah. Um, I do think it comes back to the the conversation that she was having with Isaac about, you know, troubles and, and her using the, um, her platform of abuse or whatever bad experience she has to make beautiful music. So I do think that happened because um, a lot of her songs were kind of like being used by this guy. I mean, he was her muse and talked about, you know, uh, Tetris's actions towards her and, and his emotions. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I do think she is smarter than we but all that's psycho- like, thought so. The, the contrast between who who she was in the beginning of the series to the end, because we haven't seen the development or because we haven't seen it like go back and forth on a spectrum between mm-hmm. victim and ag- aggressor or abuser, because it's just like mm-hmm. you're either a victim and then the, she turns around and she's now the abuser is almost like feels like borderline personality disorder or like she's psychotic. No, that's and I just put it together. When we first see her, right? What is she doing? Like in the show? Oh, she is. She's going through different emotions. So this is like what she's been 
playing along. Like she's a good actress. So I think that's what it is. So I think like showing that first and seeing her switch to like happy, sad, whatever, that should have been a clue number one is she plays the part. So like, right. Like she's willing to like, yeah. Fire her chef. She's willing to have people feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. She's willing to feel uncomfortable herself. She's willing to, I don't know. It was, I don't know if there was, I mean, put herself in danger sometimes Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't i don't know um what do you how do you feel about tedros's character development uh it was interesting it was interesting to see him go into this big bravado type of guy to being lost like a lost puppy and just him being very small, like the weight of Jocelyn's star power was so big that like it, he was in over his head. Like he became like uh, just a prop to her, which is again, you know, I found it great. weird that he um, backed down so quickly from her standing up to him because in I forgot what episode when she's like. Mm-hmm. I think you're gay. And he like really didn't like that. And he took it out on her by having fucking her in the, mm-hmm. the fitting room. But like now it's, he just yeah. again flipped like the opposite. It was like whatever Lily was, he became and whatever he was, Lily became. So it's like they switched power roles. Um, I don't know, man. Cause to me, it just felt like this was the end of her creative cycle. And then it's all resetting. Like if you look at the color scheme, for this episode, a new color was introduced, which is like blue, which I think meant symbolized rain or being washed away and starting over. Like this episode, there were so many whites. Jocelyn was in white. Her house looked extremely white. And I don't know if she's like trading for a new cult or, or whatever. You know, she's now in the music biz cult. There's so much to talk about. But like, we can talk about her taking over the team. And what does that mean? You know, it was great in, in the episode in the beginning. All, everything we said in the show in the beginning, like we called him a uh, Dracula, we called him um, the Nexium, whatever. Not Nexium. I think Nexium a little is man. some weird like device, some weird medicine. Yeah, we talked about the cults. We talked about a lot of things that he did. Um, did you catch the Judas reference? Yeah, that too. Yeah, I, was, oh, I wrote some... Judas in my notes. <laughs> Yeah, and there is some, um, definitely some religious stuff. She was definitely like praying. You know, there's one point where there's like a shot of her when she tells Han to take care of it. And like, you can kind of see her kind of like in pray mm-hmm. hands and it's like black. It's like she's in confessional. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know, man. Um, but we should, we should talk about this show. Let's do it. <sighs> where do we start? So it starts off in the studio. Jocelyn's recording, and I don't know if you saw, I don't know what this means, but Chloe was wearing, not subtle at all, wearing devil horns while she's in the studio. Just this big red devil horns. Do you remember? I thought it was like cat ears or something. I was like more uh, looking at her outfit. No, No, it's definitely devil. It's definitely devil stuff. That's hilarious. So Jocelyn's singing this song just kind of about um, Tetros. <laughs> and Tetros is like messed up. Like he is in the corner 
he looks he looks drunk high like bad stuff happened to him seeing jocelyn speak to tedros was so weird um mm-hmm. just seeing her flip so she's in the studio and then i think w- would you say it's tense there like you know Josh is saying like, "Hey, you need to leave." I think mm-hmm. the idea was for it to be tense. I think I will. I'll say, kind of sidebar. Mm-hmm. This was, I think, Abel's best episode, acting wise. Yeah, honestly, I think, I think everyone did a good job acting. Honestly, yeah, like I, I, I um, do. It's and... he's. I don't know what this means, but he, I thought he was more believable as like a bitch than a abuser. Like, I really uh, believed it more. You know why? Because I think we saw the lead up. We saw the breakdown of him. And we saw... Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it's easy to see that. Right. For him to get broken down so quickly over that seems... Okay, this guy is not strong. Well, like, that's how I feel, person, too. Yeah. Yeah. I If he was, like, a true cult leader, like, I feel like there would be a little bit more, you know, resiliency. She said some cutting things. She was, I own you and you've served your purpose. If you, and not only did she say that like to him, mm-hmm. but she said it to him in front of everybody else, which is public humiliation. Yeah. I'm like, I, I thought she was going to, I thought he was going to strike her. No, I don't think that would happen. I don't think, no, no way. Like, I don't think Destiny would let that happen. Yeah. Yeah. I was don't she think there? So. Yeah, she was. But was she there at the beginning? I'm not. She wasn't there at the beginning. No, maybe I'm wrong. No. So she gets a call from her agent and says, like, hey, I'm coming over. We need to talk about the tour. I'm like, oh, thank God. Andrew Finkelstein is is great. I'm glad they're using L.A. Roth. And I'm like, okay, cool. Because I love, like, there's some really funny lines. Oh, my favorite. Ask me what my favorite was. What was your favorite? He's like, are we at Hunter Biden's party? <laughs> oh, oh, like, um, I think I wrote this down. It was so funny. He's talented. Like, it's like, they were all watching. It's like, yeah, she's talented. And it's like, uh, so is the guy who played the uh, banjo in Deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, Deliverance is like a movie where um, man-on-man rape happens that's i haven't seen the movie but i'm pretty sure there's more don't like hammer me because i haven't seen the movie but yeah it was <laughs> he doesn't know anything about deliverance what are, he's too young um but yeah <laughs> too young to have a podcast <laughs> uh but yeah it's yeah there were some really great lines so she comes down and she goes like hey guys she rounds up the crew like hey you guys need to put on the show you guys need to do this and do that and then Tedros does like a little tiny like play for power, which helps Xander out. By the way, just like Xander, Xander is off my list of favorite characters. Um, it's like hey, why? Because he's he is such a follower and he is an awful person. Oh my god! Here, I think Xander may be the worst character on this show. That's really divisive no i think he is because everyone else if there's an excuse why this happened xander is just weak tetros he wants to make everyone big no he doesn't he wants to make himself big 
Then why, if he wanted to make himself big, why did he bring over his like team? Because he's trying to be the person behind mm. all of them. That's why he was sidebarring with Nikki and was like, I just want the credit. Like, I brought all these people. I made Jocelyn too. She's like, I know. I know you did. Like, Can you recognize it? Is that true? And she's like, I totally. But back to, she's like, hey guys, uh, Fink is coming. I want to put a show on. They're all huddled in a group and Tedros mm-hmm. is in the background like, why, why didn't you tell me? And she like turns yeah. around and she's like, Shh. what does she say? She goes, I forgot what she said. this is my team now or something. Yeah. <laughs> So like, shut this your fucking mouth when you're in my house. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I that felt good. I it it was weird because I was happy for it. I'm like, what's gonna happen? Is this guy gonna go psycho and kill her? And you know, there was a Charles Manson reference once again uh, in the show. Um, but yeah, also, I just yeah. Go ahead. Why are they sleeping in like a cuddle puddle? Yes, thank you. It must That's... like smell like not great down there. I imagine. Like I imagine, like there's tons of bedrooms, like uh, yeah, I'm sure, sure at least at least three. Yeah, and there is if you have a pool, you have more than three bedrooms. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, and they're in like a little cuddle puddle, and it's just like disgusting. Yeah, and it's, it's gross. dark and um, cold. So Xander, this is summing up. Xander is such a weak person. So Tetra's like, okay, Xander, don't let this happen to you. You know, you need to make some moves. And then the team comes. Oh, um, <laughs> so they walk up to the house and there's just like, what's his face? Is just waving at him like a creep. And uh, who was it? Who? Isaac is just waving at him through the door. Oh. And there's another girl. And um, the, one of the good lines is like, <laughs> is that a really hot Targaryen? Like, is she, <laughs> is she opening up an Evercombrian Finch? Like, there is so many good lines. There's What's so many the point of guys. that? Like, why is that normal to not ex- help me under help me understand, Derek? Like, why is that the clothing that they choose <laughs> to wear? I don't. I think it's just artist stuff. So then they welcome him, and then there's a lot of touchy Philly Isaac right. and, and Nikki. He thinks like we're all hugging, we're hugging, <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew is freaked out. Like, you would see from his body language, he is like, what the hell is going on? Uh, Andrew Tate character is giving him daps. There's just a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Andrew Tate character. And then, yes. by the way, I didn't know what he did. Like, do you play the drums, bro? Like, why are you, why are you there? And then just Tetris is just, like, in the background looking just gross and sweaty, wearing a blue tie-dye shirt. Yeah. Oh, and then um, he yells for drinks, and the girl was very overly sexual to Andrew, like just very much. It made me really uncomfortable. Because Tedros told her, right? Like, yeah, she if, was like, you know, they're gonna come over, and if they call you sexy, you're gonna lean into it, and you're gonna turn it up. And she took it literally. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was a really. I wish I can get more of that, like the interaction between uh, the four. So it was Finkelstein, Nikki, Destiny, and Heim. And they're mm-hmm. just so awkward, just killing it. Great, great lines. Yeah, so they're, but I'm happy that Heim and Destiny were so nice to Tedros. Even though they were going to screw him out of whatever, all the people he had 
they yeah. were still like, oh, they hit, this is the producer I was telling you about. They obviously had been around the house and the people, so they knew what to expect and they weren't as surprised. But Andrew Finkelstein was like not trying to get me too by any of these people. So he just like <laughs> had his hands up where people could see him at all times. Yeah. And he was like, all right, you guys got five minutes and then I'm leaving. And then um, Tedros calls Nikki out for the messed up stuff he did with Diane, which is like, isn't that your person? Then you tell her to do that. Why are you defending? Like, I don't get it. It's like they forgot that they wrote that in the first episode that mm-hmm. Diane, nah, Diane. Oh. Yeah. No, Diane. Di- Diane. Diane. Yeah. It's like they forgot that they wrote that they're some, they know each other. Because isn't that what set Joss over the edge when Tedros invited her over to their house? And then was it Chloe that dropped the bomb? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, they've known each other. Do you think that was a power play? Him just trying to just be aggressive and show something? Yeah. Because it made no sense. And he called her the C word, which was like, okay, just ruined that Mm -hmm. that relationship. And just seeing everyone's response to that. And I was like, oh. Oh, oh, that came out. Whoa, oh, okay, okay. But I do like Nikki. I did like how that came out. And Heim was like, well, you know, he has a point, which is uh, <laughs> really funny. Uh, damn, such a good cast of four characters. I wish they used them more. Yeah, then um, <laughs> she says something. Isn't that the, the kettle calling the, what is, what's the phrase again? Pot calling the kettle black. Yeah. And Tetris is like, okay, what? What? you, Isaac, being the only black person here, you're going to take this? Go take care of it since you have all the muscles. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was just weird. And then it was like black. I don't mean black like that. I just mean like, you know. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. That's yeah. so funny. Such a weird, of course, Tetris would do some shit like that. They go on this little, little talent show they have. Andrew calls it Clown World. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah i feel i feel the money leaving my pockets right now but like um <laughs> they said this seems like a what is that one cult with the tattoos nexium um, nexium this is a nexium <laughs> meeting yeah. this is weird um it's like oh yeah should be down in four minutes just you know just please chill and then destiny did some really awesome stuff she's like hey chloe do me a favor and do that song you did mm-hmm and like everyone was blown away. She's great. She's and so, great. The song is called Like a God, which I assume is about Tetris. Which we keep forgetting our dear mm-hmm. friend Leia in the background is trying to play crisis oh, management. Yeah. Well, first oh, of yeah. all, well, let's back up, back up, back up. Okay, Before okay. the executives show up, she's like, hey, Joss, can I talk to you? And Joss is buzzing because she needs to get ready for this show and tell. Mm-hmm. for executives <laughs> she turns yeah. like unless it has to do with the tour i don't have time to hear it i thought she was gonna say we'll find out later why she needs to talk to her but i thought she was gonna be like i'm pregnant and it's isaac's kid i did too for a little bit um but that, that i was like why would they do that like <laughs> why, why would well, they do i don't know why would they do anything that's what i'm saying why would they yeah. freaking suction cup a dildo to a shower wall i don't know well, what i saw that happen. reasons for that somehow <laughs> um <laughs> But Leia, Uh ew, Leia is now getting calls from Rob, who is freaking out because he has now been accused of raping Sophie. And he's like, 
I got to talk to Joss. And she's like, I don't know. They're like dancing around. I don't know. I don't feel like I can put you on the phone with her right now. She's like a little bit busy. And he's like, I don't give a shit. And so she's like trying to, I'll call you back. She's like trying to figure it out. And she goes, Xander. Xander treats her like absolutely. Why I hate Xander. Why I hate Xander. This is one of the reasons. But you can't, then you hate everybody because everyone. No. Shit on Leia. Everyone has a purpose. Xander is the one who betrayed um and then we got andrew tate in the background what is the that what is the point of andrew tate because she's like you know she pulls him to the side and he's like hey i gotta talk to you and then he just shows up out of nowhere what's up what are we talking about yeah i don't know i thought something really bad was gonna happen i think he knew but then um i think this is why leia left is because xander was complicit in all this and like she's like, this is just don't all crazy. Don't you fucking pin this all on Xander? Why? Oh, that's what, it, okay. that's what it is. Once one Xander is part of the cult, who was left the same? Who was left? It doesn't. Xander was not the catalyst. It was a billion other things in the final straw that broke the camel's back. I was probably because Jocelyn doesn't care about her anymore either. You are xander is a bad person bro you gotta get gotta get used they're to it. all it's they're bad. all bad people dude. no because they all, all have they all make Zan- sense you can't blame an animal for doing the animal thing but you can blame someone who is undercover and not oh by the way what what does xander say xander says some really messed up stuff kind of threatening which is another reason why i don't like him he's like yeah you'd be surprised what lies what people would oh. do like yes i wrote it down because i was like oh shit he was talking to Leia back and forth. She's like, mm-hmm. you know, the story's going to drop that Rob raped this girl. And she's like, I don't think that he's that type of person. Like, he's never done that ever, ever given the indication that he would be able to do that, even with mm-hmm. Joss. And he goes, Xander says, you don't think people are capable of hiding who they are? Question mark. Like a creep. Weird stares. Andrew Tate is behind her. I thought he had a great chin line in that shot. <laughs> Who? Xander? I thought he looked really attractive in that. Uh, of course. You, we should talk about your taste in men later. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so um, yeah, that happened. I hate Xander. If I, I would rock it. I hate Xander t-shirt. Whatever. So um, Joss is upstairs. And she's coming downstairs. And it's this big white staircase. Everything's in white. Which is like, okay, this is like return to jocelyn like everything is good mm-hmm. like the entire house is white which is odd because normally the house is like jet black especially last episode she comes Where'd down she get that dress from i want to know Joss. i don't know i think she has like 50 of them dude like just <laughs> who was making these see-through dresses bro like how do you wash that is that dry clean like, i don't what think do you... it's i think it's like hand wash only gentle dry cycle not yeah, even probably it... gentle dry cycle, probably hang dry. You now, know? I've never worn a dress. Is that is that comfortable, what she's wearing? I... No, it's probably itchy. It feels itchy to me. You yeah. know, all the little sequins, it, it feels um, itchy, but she seems to like it. So everyone is, Chloe's just killing it downstairs. Isaac is singing and he is doing a great job. He's like doing seduction to Nikki. <laughs> Which Nikki seemed like she was in a trance as well. I think I think the line was like, "There's a bunch of snail trails all over the, <laughs> all over the couch." Oh, it wasn't wasn't Andrew Finkelstein like, "Oh yeah, he's getting those cobwebs out of there or something." <laughs> <laughs> I 
such great supporting cast, man. Alone, that crew saves the show. Like, it is so funny. So everyone's singing. And then I haven't heard the other woman sing before. I think Ramsey, mm-hmm. who's a real artist and who's um, writing the lyrics for Jocelyn. Her and The Weeknd and Mike Dean are working together. By the way, Wait. I was outside walking my dog and I heard the oh, theme song. God. I heard I'm a freak in a car. <gasps> Oh no! Yeah, must have been me. I've been playing it on repeat. I hate to. I hate to. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely you. You flew all the way to Los Angeles. Yep, and then (laughs) drove on Sunset. Uh, But yeah, summers, summer, the song of the summer. I'm a freak. I could see it being remixed into an EDM remix. Oof. Oh, I just want the (laughs) the real remix with the moans. <laughs> just the satanic moans but yeah everyone kills it what do you think about jocelyn she i think she killed it like the performance was insane oh, derek no and the so... choreography was great what do you talk- oh the choreography was great yes yeah. choreography is good i mean kind of like i wouldn't take my mom to a to jocelyn concert but again this is her like coming out thing so she needs to be like you know this is her sexual awakening like Britney Spears you think had she's it. That great of a singer. What do you mean? I Is Britney Spears that great of a singer? Yes. You are insane. Are you serious? You, what's happening right now? Lily Depp is just a, as great as a singer as Britney Spears. I don't. I don't think that's correct. I don't think that's There's, correct. I think she's Britney is a career. Britney is in real life mm-hmm. a career pop star really is just playing one like she doesn't have the range or the but i'm saying okay britney spears is known for her range yes okay wasn't she like a a church singer or something didn't she start out in church no that's mandy moore or jessica simpson britney spears is the disney channel not disney channel oh my god forgive that i'll edit that out uh she is the she's the mickey mouse club yeah disney channel yeah, yeah, okay, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. Um, she, was, but Joss isn't as good as Isaac or Chloe. I mean, you don't need to be like a pure artist. I mean, she's she has a whole team behind Bro, her. Bro, is it hard to swim in this Kool Aid that you're drowning in? Because what are you talking? What are you talking about? Can you just put on an unbiased lens right okay. now? Like, you don't okay. need to like right. the show. You don't need okay. to. She's. She, you don't need to like her as an artist. Mm-hmm. Does she have one banger? Yes. Here's what I'm saying. Here's the point to make. You don't have to be the best singer to be a pop star, is what I'm saying. You can kind of sing okay. Fergie. You can be Cassie. You can be Kesha. You don't have to be like the greatest <laughs> singer. Kesha. Dude. Yeah, she sings. I think she's Yeah, <laughs> she... you were saying that she killed it. No, I yeah, I think the performance was great. I think I think she was lip syncing it, but the choreography and killing it, yeah, it was great. Do you you don't think so? Choreography was great. I mean, great mm-hmm. in a sense that like it was provocative. Mm-hmm. It gets the people going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. it did its job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a good performance. I was like, oh, cool. I would like to see that. Like honestly, if that was, I would like sure. to see that performance. Okay, of course whatever. you would. We're, we're we're forty minutes in, and we have to talk about so much um so we gotta talk about nikki talking to tedros saying like oh yeah i know it was all you i know it was all you like i know this is you and i was like josh something i try to take your take your team 
then so there's like a weird plotting between them Mm -hmm. also then this is when jocelyn finds out that tedros did that really tedros and xander did this really shady thing for the rape stuff i don't think she knew that it was xander i think she knew it was tedros i knew it was tedros and and tedros couldn't look at her in the eye like a bitch all of a sudden he can't look at make eye contact with her so haim and destiny and Andrew were just plotting to take all these people from Tedros. And Nikki was like, hey, I can work with you. Like, <laughs> I know you're messed up. Like, I know you're on a bender or whatever. <laughs> but I believe in you. And by the way, the Tedros is sweating, um, looking like he just ran and swam in the um, in the, mu- the mucker or whatever it's called. Tough mutter. Tough mutter. Yeah. Yeah. Looking rough. Well, she goes, I love that she, before she starts negotiating, she goes, are you loaded right now a little bit? He's like, no, 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 no. no, no. no. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. We forgot to say that Xander also, also sung in there. Which I is Xander. He's so good. Voice of an angel. Mm. You know, I'm glad Tedros forced him to do that. That's great. Good for Tedros. That was, that was a defining moment in Tedros. Like, okay, cool. He's not just a, I mean, he is a shark. A shark? Yeah, he is like a predator. He does prey on situations. Oh, I don't know if that's. You think so? Yeah. Well, I think him saying to Xander, hey, go up. And because Jocelyn never saw him as a singer or, or just wanted to give him a chance. Am I getting my Which, stories mixed up? I thought she was the one that was like, told him to go up. Mm-mm. It was, it was, um, it was Tedros who like did oh, a motion right. to, yeah. One of the executives goes, everybody's singing now. <laughs> Xander does a great job, which he shouldn't even be there if it was me you'd be kicked out of the house so joss and tetris are talking about the rob scandal i'm trying not to say uh rape that much in this episode just because i don't want to get flagged but i don't know that how uh, that works oops. so tetris and joss are, are talking and then they had a weird conversation so joss tells him to get out she was like uh tetris like no you're not gonna get me out that easy i will hold you hostage and i would kill everyone <laughs> which did you believe him do you think he would have probably you think so? Okay. He's been to jail for hitting somebody. But then she goes to Heim. Joss goes yeah. to Heim and goes, fix it. <laughs> he was like, pay him whatever he wants to get him out of my life forever. Forever. Which, you know, which is the name of this episode, Jocelyn Forever. I think Xander is singing some, oh my Lord, some just religious mm-hmm. over hallelujah, sweet Jesus mm-hmm. stuff. Just, just everywhere. We're just taking out the, the religious stuff is everywhere. And then Haim taking Tedros and talking about the the um, big bad wolf. That was a good scene. I, that was I a good scene. A I was trying to mix. Uh, it I was Little Red Riding Hood. I'm sorry. It was Little Red Riding Hood, not right. Little, yeah, wolf. But I think I'm. Which, a, I think I'm too dumb to understand. Like it's very clear who's who because at the end mm-hmm. he's like, "I'm the hunter," but he tells mm-hmm. a story. Let's t- let's let's. What you recap the story that Haim tells. Okay, the story is with Little Red Riding Hood. Um, wolf eats the grandma. Grandma pretends, or the wolf pretends to be grandma. The wolf eats Red Riding Hood. They, he's stuffed. Hunter comes and sees this wolf with a full belly. Almost shoots him in the head with a shotgun, but decides to cut him open and to see that Red Riding Hood and the grandma are just pristine. And then they decide to do some really messed up stuff to the wolf. Wolf. And they put hot coals in his stomach and he bleeds out. And that's what the hunter did. So everyone else went back to normal, but the predator did not. The predator, yeah, you know, died. And then Haim goes, I'm the hunter. 
Now, mm-hmm. what is obviously the wolf is Tedra. Yeah. What's the the stones or the hot coals? Like I don't get that. I, eventually, I think it led to the article coming out, the Vanity Fair article, and his oh. club being taken away and just doing mm-hmm. as much damage as possible. I think okay. that's what yep. happened. I think Jocelyn is also seeing them talk because there's like the shot of her like in a silhouette with little block square and kind of reminds me of the confessional. And yeah, they offer him a lot of money. It's weird. You know, there's a scene just that Jocelyn is just praying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. It's, why? It's, I don't know. It's, it's I just thought weird she was going to get out of Gat and shoot him in between the eyes. Like, forgive me, Father, for what I'm about to do. And then gets out of yeah. Gat and like shoots him. Do you remember why she's praying? Because I don't remember why she's praying during all this. But she was definitely seeing it. And then I don't know if she's praying to get rid of this and that. But but yeah, like, definitely. why? Like, she was never a, like, religious person up until now. But I did like the SWAT team coming to get Tetros the fuck out of here. Yeah. I did like that. The I was same like, right, people cool. he hired, right? But yeah, um, takes him down to the basement. Offers him 500000 to never see her again. And then rips it up. Now... Why do you think he did that? Do you, he says she's worth more than that. So do you think that was out of love? Or do you think that he didn't want to let her go? Both. I do think he deserved more because 500000 is not a lot for the roster he gave up. I mean, I guess he could have been a new team together, but him staying on with Jocelyn and becoming still manager would get him way more money. Yeah, I don't. I think it's a good deal that he said no maybe but it's only good because jocelyn took him back mm-hmm. you know so jocelyn's new performance and then this the swat team's taking him out there's like blue everywhere which i think was like you know just you know everything being flushed this was at the point of the show where i'm like it's over right i was like they got the bad guy it's yeah over. nope and it's like six weeks later i'm like come on dude the amount of times i like paused my tv to see how much time was left Mm-hmm. about three because there were like three spots mm-hmm. you could have just cut it so everyone leaves everyone's happy all the managers left and the house is so bright and it's daytime and heim it's like you know i took care of it You're leia right. leaves we see her packing her bag oh yeah okay what was god damn we're really not doing leia her some a discredit now what is that about why did she leave because xander bullied her and her feelings got hurt no don't do that i think she knew she was going to be next like i do think she knew xander was going anywhere or sorry ted was going nowhere just, just was going nowhere but like I, she probably just over it she's over hollywood she doesn't want to deal with this bullshit anymore everyone treats her like crap she's probably gonna go be a barista somewhere i'm pretty sure it should be fine what sucks is like i really wish i knew what was inside the letter like i really wish there was a voiceover yeah. or something um i don't know if it's i don't i don't know i thought it was gonna be a secret that was revealed but she were told the secret i don't know what that was which is irritating to me yeah probably a meme print out print out of a meme or something <laughs> exactly that's what it was okay and then we find out that nikki drops diane diana why are you laughing it's not funny i'm sorry <laughs> diana's from it. it's just messed up it is really messed up but she had it coming yeah like that was on her i feel like i've now seeing how diana's story it was immaterial that storyline didn't do anything to the story overall yeah i kind of agree it kind of showed that it's a plug and play like you can take any person in it and just put them there they'll be fine 
So I do think that showing how like quickly you can be replaced was important. And the most dramatic scene, which is the most non-dramatic dramatic scene where Nikki walks Diane to the elevator because, you know, they're facing each other and Mm -hmm. Diane goes, it was Joss, right? Mm -hmm. And then the elevator shuts. You know, everyone's gone and then Jocelyn's swimming in the pool, another water thing. Um, She's brushing her hair. She's just kind of going through the motions and everything's resetting. Seems like the sun's setting and now everything is back to normal the way it was when she, before she met Tedros. It made me, I forgot if this happened before or after Mm -hmm. she goes back to the record label, but there is a shot of her. It's from inside of the house and it's, but she's standing out by the pool. It's shot from inside the house to her outside the pool Mm -hmm. by herself. Mm -hmm. And I took that as like, if you're going to be in this position as like the number one pop star, you're going to have to stand in it alone. Yeah. It's like really sad. It was like a, it's, it's like a kind of a, it's lonely at the top kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's what it is. And I do think this whole show is about how crappy the treatment is of artists and Mm. how this is kind of like a cautionary tale. I do think it is for everyone involved for, People like Tetros to people like Jocelyn. What do we get? Oh, yeah, we forgot the Haim goes and talks to the Vanity Fair reporter and says, like, hey, I got a story for you. And it was basically a destroyed Tetros article, just interviewing his, like, people people he pimped, everything from his crimes, and just, just awful. He lost his, like, club. He lost his, I mean, IRS is after him. Which is kind of shitty because um, the team is is just laughing about it. How they destroyed this guy's life. Did you get the similarities between the shots? So like in the beginning of the ep- the show, first mm-hmm. episode, it's Nikki, Destiny, Heim, maybe Fink was there. They're on her balcony watching. Yes, her yes, 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 yes. And then they're on a different balcony. Yes, hundred percent. It was that. definitely a reset from the first episode. They're yeah. they're talking to each other just like that. And it's yeah. like, okay, yeah, this, like, whatever rain washed over, and now everything's back to normal. Did you, see, that's the thing. It's like, now they're all chummy again. So what was the point of the division, like, six weeks ago, where they were like, oh, like, fuck Nikki, and she's like, go, come work with me, fuck Haim and Destiny. And then all of a sudden, they're, like, all working together nicely again. They realized they, he was used up. There's nothing more. The artist all went with Jocelyn. He had no yeah. power. There's nothing. Like these people are already where they need to be. Yeah, so she's just at her concert. Just a bunch of white chairs. She's wearing a red scarf, which is kind Little of a red hint. Writing. Oh, wow. Yeah. You Sorry. Know what? That's a, that's a standing yell. I did not even mm-hmm. see that. Wow. Yeah, she's Little Red Riding Hood. Jesus, you're such a genius. Um, I know. Yeah, take that. Too young to be a podcast guy. Look at that. Well, yeah, I, I think Little Red ch- Riding Hood was written in like 1812, asshole. Yeah, well, you came out. <laughs> but yeah, that's, yeah, Little Red Riding Hood. It's still there, yeah. which is kind of a foreshadowing of we still got that uh, wolf by her side. We see the whole team there, like the artists, like Isaac, that bitch Xander, Chloe. <laughs> They're all, you know, warming up. I'm happy for those artists, by the way. Like, I'm, I'm glad. Like, I'm, I yeah. really think they deserve it. Especially Isaac for getting shocked. 
and, and Chloe oh, for yeah. what she's going to do. Xander got shocked too. Well, he deserved it. Yeah. And then Tedros rolls up to Will Call and is like, do you have <laughs> tickets somebody left me under Tedros? Yeah. Wearing blue. No longer dressed like a vampire. Wearing blue. Uh, just looking very meek. Very mm-hmm. weak and very defeated. He's like, um, you know, my name is Tedros. Is there something left for me? He's like, how about my real name? Like, yeah, it's there. And then I did think it was funny when the security guards were like, uh, and they were just kind of like messing with you. It's like, hey, man, she said she doesn't know who you are, <laughs> which <laughs> it was just like very mean. And then it was great to see how she doesn't know a Tetris. Yeah. Oh, no. Call him like a Tetris. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't yeah. know Tetris. Which Andrew Finkelstein did call him Tetris and a whole bunch of other games. But yeah, I guess they were fucking with him and they let him in. And then we saw a girl, Destiny. What'd you think about that? I like Destiny for doing that. The most iconic line of the episode, maybe the show. Mm-hmm. She's like, if you ever hurt my girl, I will kill you. Yeah. And I believed it. Yeah. I believe Destiny was going to kill him. But I do think Destiny was, she did say, I don't care about your past. Like that's, mm-hmm. you got to do what you got to do to survive, which is great. Do you think Tedros is a bad person? Yes. Yes, you really do. You think he's a bad person. Yes, you don't think this is what he a, did to survive. You don't think this is. I feel like this is taking a left turn. What? Okay, this look. Taking, the past scenes allow me to feel empathy for Tedros. We've have I've felt empathy empathy for every single person in the show, because mm-hmm. I'm a good person. Do I think they are good people? Any of them? No. Okay. If Tedros was down and out and needed money, he doesn't need to go beat the shit out of women to survive. Like, true. He can Very true. Very true. Go work at the library. Okay. <laughs> uh, my name is Tetros Tetros. Uh, I'm here to apply. Um, but yeah, I seeing him defeated. Maybe it's okay. Maybe I don't know. Okay, it I don't know. Seems like know. you might be what very. You have a high propensity to, to join a cult? No, I don't. I don't take. I don't follow commands. I'm really bad at it, actually. Like my teacher would say, like he's really bad at following directions. So, like, it would be really bad for me. No, that's just because, like, what dyslexia? You. <laughs> I think you want to, Derek, but you don't. Mm-hmm. You're you get mixed up. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? I drink the wrong flavor Kool Aid. I just had this like this bit coming in my head. Like, what if it's just like a cult of like dyslexic people? Like, nothing <laughs> would get done. No, just ADHD and all this yeah. stuff. <laughs> I just run in, everyone dies. Yeah. Like, oh no, I missed it. I missed the. I missed the comment. Group uh, meeting? When was the group meeting? I didn't have it written down. Oh, the Kool Aid's gone. Oh, oh. yeah. Um, yeah, so Jocelyn meets up with Tedros. And this is where we kind of get not our, a lot of questions. And it seemed like this was all a plan by Jocelyn. And it seemed like she kind of lied about the brush. So was she abused she with lied the brush? About, I don't think so. I, don't th- I think the brush was fake. I think the abuse was real. But that scene is really important to that Tedros and Jocelyn. Uh, dynamic i think tedros actually discovers he's been played Mm -hmm. and that was great that was great seeing that and then he respected it 
he was hurt by it. I but, never seen Tedros with his mouth open so many times in this episode. Yeah, he was definitely in, over his head. He, you know the Pikachu you know, meme? No, I don't know the Pikachu, the Pikachu meme. meme. That's like the shocked one. That's yeah. You know? I, okay, yeah, yeah. So let's let's wrap it up. Uh, so she goes on stage and says like, "Hey, I want to introduce everyone to Love of My Life." Where's that Tetris? And then all of her team was like, "What? I thought we got rid of him. What? What? He was what? Back. But that's how the show ends. And then no, and then they they kiss, and then she whispers in his ear. In, oh yeah, in his ear, and she says you're my bitch now or i own you or something like that Mm -hmm. now go stand over there now go stand over there (gasps) yeah which is yeah so basically she's saying like i've thrust you into the spotlight and i will use you the way that i want to and when i'm done with you i'll discard you and you're gonna be a nobody again yeah that's how it ends i don't think there's a reason for season two the story is already told okay um, you guys that are listening, you that are listening, please, I want to know what you guys felt about the ending. That's what I want to know. I want to know what everyone who emailed us, whoever's listening, I want to know how they felt. Do you think most people on our show were happy of the ending or were they kind of like anticlimactic? How do you uh, think they felt? I think they probably felt anticlimactic and that the, the, char- the, the show is flat. Mm-hmm. Um, who was it Manic Pixie that called yeah. us from the beginning was like maybe Joss is the mastermind yeah she was right yeah um, she was yeah. totally right I was thinking about that I was watching the show last night and I was like dang she's the only person that called it out yeah yeah I so I'll do the Google voice number thing leave us a voicemail 818-850-3765 yeah I just want to know what I, I want to have a show where we just talk about the response from the from people who listen to this podcast because I want to know if, like, I was wrong. I thought it was Jocelyn's redemption to standing up to her, her mom, which I was wrong. Um, yeah, I just want to know how people felt. If this story was meant to, did we need this story? Did this story give us enlight, like, opened up our eyes to the music biz? If anybody's listening that's, like, in the industry or tangential into the industry, yeah. let us know. What did you take from this? We'll, we'll say this one thing and we'll wrap up. What did you take from this show? Like, what did you take from this entire show? What was the lesson? I do love the cinematography. I do love the colors. There's a bunch of ways to answer that question. Like, what do I think it means for society? Or what do I think it means just like... I wanna, I'm asking, as what, do you think, what do you think the weekend... What do you think was the purpose of the weekend film this story? Did he want to talk about how people get used? Does he want to talk about how we treat women in this biz, how we treat artists, how they're abused? What is he trying to say with this? Because I do think everything happened, all the sex scenes in treatment was done on purpose. I think the message that he wanted to get across was that he wanted to highlight the toxicity and cult-like nature of Hollywood and media. Mm-hmm. But if you were to do that, just very vanilla, it would be mm-hmm. a very boring show. Yeah. So everything in the show from episode one to episode five has been dialed up 200%. The script, the visuals, the jarring, like crazy sex scenes are all done so that someone who's not totally living in this world 
like gets yeah. it. I do think the weekend is familiar with this world of I mean, he's the biggest pop star, like one of the biggest pop stars ever. He did have a time when he was homeless and slept on people's couches and was addicted to drugs. So I do think that story was meant to be told, but I'm not really sure what he wants from this. My thing is, and I don't want to get canceled for this or seem mm-hmm. like I'm too prude, mm-hmm. but I think it pushed the envelope of what we're used to seeing on even Max HBO mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. I think it, in a way, set the precedence of like what can be now shown and said on cable TV. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing or a good thing. I'm just saying like he has butted up against that line. Mm-hmm. I think before it was like Game of Thrones, then it was Euphoria, and now it's this show. By the way, people talk about how this show is so aggressive. Game of Thrones is way worse, and just see, know, I don't think it is, but that's for another day. Yeah, it is. Guys, please email us. I really want to know what you think. And yeah, thank you guys for riding with us. Uh, next show is going to be about you guys, listeners, and your response like i i guess there's no way to find that out besides you guys contacting us um but yeah um we'll be back next week oh we'll do superlatives too yeah we'll be back next week uh yeah for idol chatter my name is derek here with marla jackson jackson now <laughs> okay uh see you guys later bye 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 forever i'll say bye ah, i got it